five, four, three, two, one. Blast What's up, everybody? My name is Steve. This is my man. Aiden, how's it going, everybody? And uh, we are the Patriotic Podcast. Uh, pardon us if you seem to see any kind of um, issues or anything like that going on with this. We're figuring this out as we go. This is our very first episode, but we do promise that we will be putting in work. We will have a whole lot of really cool people on the podcast, and we will be talking about some really cool things, as well as some very controversial things. Um, we are not going to hide our opinions. We're, we're going to talk about whatever comes up. Um, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to hide anything from anybody. We just want to have really cool, uh, conversations and, uh, and, and bring you guys in on it. So, um, welcome to the Patriotic Podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let's go ahead and get dive, uh, get dived in. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and dive right in. Excuse me. I'm apparently not that great at English, uh, today. Uh, what do we have on the table? Besides Mr. Charles Chaplin and W.C. Fields over here. Yeah. That's our, yeah. Cool. It's yummy, man. Uh, white grape juice. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about our dude, Elon Musk. Um, he is the uh, the man from PayPal, uh, Tesla. SpaceX, Tesla, um, Neuralink, the boring company, Um He's he's an all around open AI. Um, he's an all around genius and very 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 rich man. Um, but it wasn't always that way. Uh, I, I'm not sure if he had like any kind of a struggling growing up or anything like that. But I do know, looking at my computer right now, that he was born to a Canadian mother and a South African father and was raised in Pretoria, South Africa. I actually have some friends out in Pretoria, South Africa, that have been following my music and stuff for a long time. Yeah, I mean, he went to Queen's University when he was 17. So from yeah. the gate, even Straight if he was genius. born into money or not, uh, they knew this dude was something special. Just yeah. had, like, going to college at 17, most people go in there around 18. So he was at least a year ahead of his time. Going to a college like Queen's. I and mean, it, that's... Canada, that's Canada's like uh, super Ivy League college. I mean, it's, speaking of which, smart. then he went to the University of Pennsylvania, which is like the school for business. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. We're, we're in PA. Donald Trump went. We're, we're, to, we're uh, not that he, at the University of <laughs> Pennsylvania. President Trump went we're to Penn State. Penn, no, Did you know no, that the, Penn State is uh, Pennsylvania State University. I know he went to Penn. He went to Wharton University of Pennsylvania. He went to oh, Pennsylvania sorry. University. Those are two different schools. Yeah, Penn State is like You're the right. uh, the Ninny Lions, or I don't I don't know how you pronounce their mascot name. Nittany, I'm a Pitt Nittany fan. Lions. Hail to Pitt. Uh, and then there's the University of Pennsylvania, which is like the Ivy League school down in Philly. And that's Wharton, right? No, it's just University oh, of Pennsylvania. Wharton is a part of that. Yeah, it's the Wharton School of Business, which is under that's the where University Trump of Pennsylvania. For economics. Uh, yeah. Did you know that Wharton, My grandfather went there, too. Did you know that your grandpa went there? Yeah, that's impressive. He did uh, business for U.S. Steel. Okay, cool. That's Accounting. Cool. Um, did you know that Wharton, um, if you look it up right now on Google, uh, Wharton University is actually ranked number one in all of the Ivy League colleges for the MB for your MBA. It's yeah. even ranked higher than like Yale and Harvard and all that. Um, and so while 
people out there might be banging and hating on the president, President Trump, right now. Keep and you are mind, entitled to your opinions. You are entitled to your opinions, and I still love you for your opinions. But don't be so null that you hate on him for his education. Because keep in mind that no matter what you might think about his, uh, what do you call that, SATs, or or how he cheated this, or he paid that, or whatever, blah 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 blah. First off. There's no fact behind any of that. Let's keep that in mind. But also, he did go to Wharton University. And Wharton University is ranked numero uno as far as Ivy League colleges. That's freaking impressive. Like, no matter yeah. what, that's impressive. Um, po politics aside, like, you might not like what everyone has to say or their opinions or how they handle things. But just because you disagree with their course of action doesn't mean they're unintelligent. They're an unintelligent person. True. There's a lot of people I disagree with politically and otherwise, worldview-wise, that yeah. are insanely intelligent people. But the way we process uh, reason and rationalize information just happens to be different where you put the same information in front of us and we'll come out to two different conclusions. And I think personal yeah. attacks, attacks on intelligence rather than attacking a specific idea or policy... And in all fairness, there is plenty of material there if you want to uh, bash yeah. on the president when it comes to that kind of stuff, yeah. uh, regardless of which side you're on. Any any president. A any president, any political figure, any or, political or figure anyone. Any political figure Kings, when, queens. When you try to like attack their intelligence as a personal attack as opposed to the ideas. Yeah. When it comes to politics and worldview, it's the idea more so than the person that's a threat. Because yeah. let's say it wasn't Donald Trump, but someone else with the same ideas would just be as potentially beneficial or dangerous, depends on where you sit on the fence as Donald Trump. Donald Trump just happens to be Donald Trump yeah. uh, with his ideas that a lot of people share and a lot of people <coughs> strongly disagree with. I, 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 Dude, I couldn't agree more with that, for real. Because, uh, like, even Elon Musk, Elon Musk... Um, has some pretty uh, outstanding views. He he doesn't seem to. He's he's more of a centralist. He he doesn't really fit in a box. And I like that because that's how I am. Like you know, there's a lot of stuff that I don't like. Um, there's a lot of stuff that people on the left like that I don't like. But there's a lot of stuff on the people on this that people on the right like that I don't like. I mean, I, I'm more of a uh, I, I'm more of a moderate than anything else because. I like to be edgy. I like to be crazy. I don't. I don't want nobody to ever try to put me in a box. And it's like you know, uh, the fact of the matter is, is like you know, just like Elon Musk, uh, or yeah, I don't even know what I'm saying with that. So let's let's just move on. You guys get the point. You get the freaking point. Um, oh, language. You know, we don't. We, sorry. <laughs> Ugh. Be respectful um, towards the audience. You know, hey, you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there where people are just F this, F that, F this. I'm just going to give you a fair warning, guys. You're probably going to hear us cuss from time to time. I get pretty passionate about stuff. I'm not going to lie about that. I, I have mean, the vocabulary of an angel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, let's get back to Elon Musk. Um, so I was watching, I watched a little documentary, a mini documentary on Elon Musk earlier. And, um, it's, it's funny to me that like, it seems like some of the world's most like genius dudes that actually end up becoming incredibly wealthy and incredibly powerful and run these big, huge businesses. Most of them grow up getting bullied and Elon Musk got bullied like crazy. Um, so bad that I, I think it was like in seventh grade, they said, or something like that. At some point in time in like his middle school years, he actually gave up 
studying, which he, he actually, he's, he's a genius and he, he like loves knowledge, so he loved studying, but he was getting bullied so badly at school that he gave up like studying and stuff like that and doing his homework and started taking karate and stuff like that. And then what happened was he actually wound up like at one point in time, he got to a point where he was able to defend himself and he knocked the kid clean out and like the bullies wound up leaving him alone. And so he was able to go back to his studies. But like, I was thinking about that and it was like, dude, like why do you, it's like, it's, it's a paradox. It's like these, so many of these kids, I grew up with them too. Um, so many of these kids that grow up mad bullied, like getting bullied like crazy, they, some of them really do grow up to become like really incredible geniuses and in charge of incredible companies like Westinghouse and, 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 and freaking SpaceX and creating their own companies and stuff like that. But then flip that around that the bullies, the bullies generally turn out to be douchebags with bad marriages and bad family life and in prison. It's not a paradox, it's by design. So the school system is designed and it benefits a specific type of people that learn a specific way. And yeah. growing up in middle school and high school, there's a big pressure to conformity, to fit in. Uh, you know, the whole popularity uh, hierarchy and everyone's familiar with that from uh, personal experience or if you ever watched a movie ever uh, <laughs> that took yeah. place in high school. And people that don't really fit into that or they refuse to be a part of the box marked normal, especially in like middle school and high school, they have yeah. uh, issues socially for a while. And they get, but usually, they get picked on for that. They do, but usually, uh, not. I don't know if I could say usually, but a lot of times I don't have the statistics in front of me or anything of the sort, but people that have a rougher time in high school, often when they get to college, whether... Uh, in education, whatever field they go in, business, or even uh, at that point socially, once they like kind of break away from that hometown around the same people they grew up with, they tend to thrive and do much better. And a lot of times, exceeding the people who did well even uh, in school when they were in high school. Yeah, I, I I I fully agree. It's so for the kids out there that might be bullying someone, quit it because that dude might end up being your boss one day. That's real. <laughs> Um, so, all right. So Elon Musk, um, it's impressive to me. I did not realize this. I knew that he was a rich man, but I'm looking at his, uh, Wikipedia right now and he's the ninth richest person in the whole world. That's crazy to me. Uh, there's a lot of really, really wealthy billionaires out there. I did not realize that Elon Musk was so high up on the list. I would have thought that he would have been somewhere right around maybe like in the twenties or something like that. But to be so high up there, ninth richest person in the world—that's that's impressive, dude. And to 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 go from all the stuff that did you know? I think it was like how old was he? Was he? I think he was like literally seventeen or he was like, seventeen when he went to Queen's University. When so did he? I'm looking at that point. At the, he was still in school. When did he do uh, PayPal? Because it didn't start out as PayPal. It started out as, oh, there we go. Um, like, zip, zip two. Zip two, then x.com and PayPal. X.com. Which I think the issues with the x.com name are self-explanatory. He started <laughs> that himself, actually, though. Um, so he started 
Elon Musk and his brother Kimball started Zip2, a web software company with money raised from a small group of angel investors. The company developed and marketed an internet city guide for the newspaper publishing industry with maps, directions, and yellow pages, with vector graphics and mapping and direction code, da 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 da, da. So like, dude, keep in mind, this was 1995 that they did that. When did Google Maps come out? Google Maps came out, I remember growing up, so in 1995, I was about three. And when <laughs> I was a little kid, MapQuest was the big thing. People yeah, did the MapQuest. Yeah, where you could print it out. They would print out directions uh -huh. and tell you where to turn it. It was pretty accurate, especially a lot more accurate than getting directions from your aunt growing up in Pittsburgh. Yeah. In Pittsburgh, we give directions based on where places used to be. Like, you yeah. remember that Giant Eagle, which is a huge grocery store chain down here, used to yeah. be at? Go make a left where the Giant Eagle used yeah. to be, then make a right, but not the right right, yeah. not the rightest right. Like yep. kind of the middle right, then you go we do downtown, do we do that by down where the Steelers are at, yeah, which is code for downtown where the Steelers downtown. are at. I would say Steelers play, and that's Pittsburghese for those that don't know. It made things a lot easier. Yeah, um, <laughs> so I actually did that not long ago, like like a maybe a month or two ago. Um, I was trying to give someone a directions to a pizza shop up on uh, Brownsville Road in Brentwood, and I told him, I said, "You remember where the old." Uh, Remember uh, what was it? What was that? The the old food place, the 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 rest, the the grocery store that they they shut it down. Foodland. Foodland. Food Thank you. Yeah. Um. I was like, you remember where the old Foodland was up on up on Brownsville Road next to the Burger King? It's a senior senior citizens place now. And he was like, oh yeah. I was like, dude, it's literally almost like right across the street. And <laughs> Which like, would not hey, help if you were giving someone directions to, that weren't from Pittsburgh. Like, hey, you remember that old record store used to be in the 80s? <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't work. No, I just told you I'm from Ohio. It's like, no, oh, that, well. Yeah, that wouldn't work out. Well, that wouldn't work you're out. You're out of luck. Just yeah. keep going. Try to follow a sign. If you see a yellow arrow pointing to Kennywood, you're on your way to Homestead. And I don't even think they have those yellow arrows yeah. anymore. So check this out, dude. So he actually, Musk, um, sold Compaq or he sold Zip2 to Compaq back in, um, I don't know if it, it doesn't have a date on this, but it says for $307 million in cash. Bro, could you imagine being like... That, that, that would make my at, day. At any age, could you imagine that? Like, could you imagine a, a big company like Compaq giving you $307 million in cash? Like... Want to talk about baller, bro? Like he was walk, he walked out of that building. Literally, probably walked out of that building with security guards with duffel bags full of cold hundred dollar bills. I wonder if he kept any of that money. I would have. I would have kept some of it Here, and like put it up in a frame. Here's what I want. Like, that's what a would big. It, what would it be your like? First, your first company. No, no, no. Imagine this: going to the bank with those alleged duffel bags and just be like, "Hey, I want to make a deposit." <laughs> Boom. Boom. Boom, and let's Dude, be honest, how much he probably has. Could you imagine bags. that? Like, Boom, it's like, can you guys keep all this money safe to like, uh-huh. Bro, we... Uh, I, I need to go get my manager. We run businesses. So like, we've both each, we've been partners in this stuff for a while now. And like, we've been doing this for a while. What, like six, seven, it seven, eight years now? It started with OmniGod like, Music, which launched about six years ago. Six years ago. we had ago. a couple other projects in between then and Patreon. Could you imagine so, if yeah, OmniGod would have sold for $307 million? Like our well, first company selling for three hundred seven million dollars in cash, bro. Like what in the world, bro? 
Oh, the, that feeling. That must have felt so freaking good, dude. Like, I, I can't even imagine what it would feel like. Because I know what it feels like to have some, some money in my pocket. I I have some money, some, some cat, a nice, decent-sized wad in my pocket right now over in my room. But, like, could you imagine Very duffel bags full of cash? Like, I can't. We need to move on from this, though. Because I'm, I'm too excited so, about so it. So here's the thing. Uh, Elon, being as smart as he was when he received that kind of money... It probably would have actually been a little bit of a burden because some someone like Elon, he'd be thinking it's like, okay, I got to invest some of this, I got to get some like financial mm-hmm. lawyers, some tax attorneys, it's a pretty damn figure good out to have, bro. figure out what it is a great problem. It's a fantastic <laughs> problem to have. I would love to have that problem. <laughs> if anybody would like to make that problem a reality for me, I would definitely I'm in be too. on board for that. You can hit me but up. I we own some businesses. You, so you have to think about it. Like you can state, holler at us at any point in time. Tax lawyers, state lawyers, estate lawyers, yeah. uh, financial advisors, security. Because you got to up your security now. Yeah. Now you're hella rich. You're going to need to have somebody to pay security to, to take and, care of you. And you got to talk to the bank that you're going to uh, be putting the money into. Like I kind of like Some banks pre- won't even painted. take that amount of money. You have to find a bank that will actually take that yeah, amount of money. Yeah, a lot of banks you. won't. So like I was painting like a funny image of just throwing duffel bags full of like $300 plus million on a counter. That's crazy. But realistically, you got to call your bank and be like, hey, how much can I keep with you guys? And then find a bank that stacks money for like huge bank accounts and determine which one of those options you have at your disposal would make make the most sense. I wonder if So there, it probably it, wouldn't just be like this huge sigh of relief. It's like it would probably be like this, like, oh my gosh, I'm uh as far as my finances go, I'm set for life. But this is a big responsibility. Now I gotta uh get down to the brass yeah. tax and I wonder out how, how that actually this. works, dude. Cause like you know you can't like you you can you can walk into a bank at any point in time and like five grand ten grand maybe even twenty to thirty grand in cash and as long as they trust you as a patron like you've been you know you have an account with them and everything and you've been moving money for whatever amount of time bringing in some cold cash really isn't that big of a deal because they they track all that anyway and they don't spend that kind of money right off the bat if you bring in twenty thirty thousand dollars they take it they deposit it they set it aside mm-hmm. that's not bank using money that's money that gets put aside because there is a process to run you through a ringer a little bit and make sure you're not doing anything illegal with the money usually um but that's just processes for the banking but but like I wonder, like, how does that actually work? Because like, you know, like, people, there's like artists, uh, musicians, actors, and like even business owners and stuff that do sign contracts and get huge lump sum payments in cash, because cash is a beautiful thing. Like, to have that paper on hand is is a beautiful thing. I know a lot of people are talking about a cashless society, but what you may not understand is that the richest people in the world right now are actually saving their cash. Putting their cash aside. Lots of people are stacking cash. Billie Eilish actually just did a video not long ago of her dancing in front of like probably $30 million in cash sitting on the floor. Um, why? I, 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 why would they do that? I don't. I personally don't there's, know why. If anybody knows, you can like comment. You there's can leave there's a comment pros, to there's us, pros and like, cons. So uh, Billie Eilish in the music video, that could have very well been a stage prop. I don't know for sure. Yeah. I haven't uh, seen the video myself yet. Which is surprising. I tend to do like her music as a uh, very. Nice She's aesthetic. not the only one though. Like nice I've aesthetic. actually hold on, read hold up on, on it before. Hear me out. But there's pros and cons to everything. Because if you hold on to cash, with inflation, the cash loses value. Where if you invest it, and the investors you're investing through know what they're doing, that money will grow and multiply. Mm-hmm. Um, a cashless True. society also likely have its pros and cons. I hardly any use cash anymore. I use a uh, debit yeah. card for just about everything. And Amazon, I click a button, I never actually have to go. Five, ten, 
15. What do you think about that? Honestly, what do you think about a cashless society? Because I'm like, I'm like, I'm torn. I see the bad side of it. Like the bad side of it is like, what if they really actually can just push a button and now you can't eat? Like what if it gets to that where it's like, you're yeah. not listening to us, you're not obeying us. So boop, now you can't eat. I don't think it would get to that personally, but like there's some crazy stuff happening in the world right now. Here's the thing. I also the see US, the benefits, though. The U.S. dollar hasn't been backed by anything since the 70s when they took away the gold that actually backed the U.S. I dollar. I hear it's getting the gold now, though. So Gold standard. Some some people, uh, I believe there is a push to get it back in gold standard, but for a while, so. it wasn't backed by gold. And essentially, they were just paper I used from the Federal Reserve, if I understand correctly. I could be mistaken yeah. on this. Uh, so essentially... When it's not backed by anything. Sorry, guys. It is what it is. <laughs> For anybody listening, I just had to fix We're, myself. We'll, we'll talk to our editing guy. We'll, <laughs> we're going to cut that clip out. Uh, what was I saying? <coughs> yeah, so if it hasn't been backed by anything, I don't understand how the value is determined. And I've always wondered if the value is Are you kidding just me? arbitrary. Excuse us, we're having some technical difficulties. We will be back after this short commercial break. We're back. Same yeah. bad time, same bad channel. Sorry about that, guys. Like I said in the beginning, this is our first episode ever, so we are trying to figure out some things. Um, it's bound to happen. Uh, what happened was uh, I have too small of a memory card in my camera right now. Um, I have a good camera, but it's just too small of a memory card, and I'm currently trying to figure out how to connect the HDMI um, to a firewire and into the computer so that it, as we film video, it goes directly into the computer into Final Cut Pro. Um, and I, I'm having trouble figuring it out. If anybody out there has any tips or tricks for me, uh, light me up. Uh, leave a comment. Um, and uh, don't forget to subscribe and like. All of you. Every single one of you. Subscribe, like, follow, hit the little bell. Do it. Um, okay, so back on the Elon Musk, bro. Uh, so at uh, at a very young age, he he had this company, Zip2. Um, he sold it to Compaq for three hundred seven million dollars in cash. I don't think he got the whole three hundred seven million though. I think he only got like one hundred sixteen million or something like that. But still, like, dude, that's a lot of money. Like, especially from your first business, that's a lot of money. Um, and then so next in March of ninety nine, he co-founded X.com. Um, I actually think that's a really, really dope, uh, that's a great domain name. I can imagine it's, if it's not already taken right now, it's probably, the cost of it is probably like thirty to $50,000 to buy it. Like, it's yeah. probably stupid expensive to buy that domain because it's such a unique domain, just x.com, like, that's a good one. Yeah, be careful if you type that into a Google search, though. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, be careful because you're probably going to find some things. Um, so uh, what it was was that was actually a financial service. It was doing email payment. Like you could send your payments back and forth to people through email. Um, and what they did was they wound up, um, he, he used $10 million from the sale of Zip2 to create X.com. Uh but then a, a year into X.com, he X.com wound up merging with Confini a company called Confinity, um, which had a money transfer service called PayPal. 
didn't see that one coming. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I didn't know that. I actually thought that he started PayPal all these years. Like I've thought, I've thought that Elon Musk actually started PayPal, but as it turns out, he didn't. Confinity or whoever, uh, Confinity owned PayPal, um, and when they merged the company, they focused on PayPal. Mm -hmm. um, and but it didn't even take long. Like so, like if you look at the timeline, <coughs> excuse me. In March nineteen ninety nine, in March nineteen ninety nine, Musk co-founded X.com with ten million dollars from Zip from the sale of Zip two. Then one year later, they merged with Confinity, which had PayPal, and they focused on PayPal and named they renamed the whole thing to just PayPal in 2001 in in uh in October of 2000 um Elon was actually I didn't know this I thought he was I, I personally I thought he was CEO of PayPal for way longer dude he was only CEO of PayPal for like a year that's like, all, like that's all that, you need dude they ousted him in 2000 as CEO and they like pushed him out I didn't know that. Like I thought it was like a lot later, like 2013 or something like that. I had no idea that it was so early on. Like it was literally in 2000 that Elon Musk was ousted as CEO of PayPal. And what happened next though was um, he ousted in October 2002. PayPal was acquired by eBay. Now I knew that that happened. I didn't know it was so early. eBay bought PayPal for 1.5 billion in stock, and Elon Musk received 165 million of that. I had no idea that that's how it went. I, I did not know that. Um, so here's what I think would be interesting: as an entrepreneur, we hear about his successes. We hear about PayPal. We hear about Tesla. We hear about SpaceX. Yeah, which is a huge thing right now. I wonder what kind of business ideas he had that didn't take off. Probably plenty. Like before uh, yeah. Zip to My Lou or uh, Zip 2, however yeah. you say it. Uh, I wonder what some of his other business ideas that didn't take off. Because the guy, he's an interesting character. If you follow him online, there's this uh, one time where Bernie Sanders wanted him to pay a one-time tax of like it, several. That, that, this was recent that that came up. Yeah, several million uh, dollars or whatnot. And thirty-five he, he billion. Let, let me finish. He responded to the tweet of uh, that proposal with a meme that was from the presidential debates uh, yeah. for the Democratic Party yeah. that said, "Anytime Bernie Sanders mentions socialism, chug somebody else's beer." Chug somebody else's beer. So he's definitely an interesting personality. He's got. Yeah, he is. For one thing, he has a good sense of humor, at least online. Yeah. And he has some uh, ideas that are a little bit out there like UFO sometimes, which uh, someone of his intelligence is uh, bound to have. And one he had recently was replacing earbuds and whatnot with a microchip that you put in your head. Yeah. Which I'm personally opposed to having any kind of robotics or machinery inside my body Unless, you know, you want to cut off my left arm and give me, like, one of those cool arms from Star Wars that can do, like, a 360 hand I'm turn. I'm torn on that. that, that that'd be pretty, that'd yeah. be pretty cool. But I'm torn on that. Here, here's what I I'm picturing. I don't know how to feel about that. When I think about that, I have two images that come to my head. The one is from the Inspector Gadget movie from, like, the uh, 
early 2000s where they take the gadget chip out of the inspector's back of his neck and he just becomes like a brain-dead robot. Or, more recently, the Avengers movies where you have Nebula where she's all like posted up and Thanos is taking part of her human or alien yeah. body and replacing it with machinery. Yeah. Those are the images that come to mind. And it's not... Like, I think it'd be cool like not to have to worry about earbuds or speakers just be able to hear music in your head. My concern is what else they could do with that kind of technology. Absolutely. I think every I think anybody in their right mind that actually thinks about this has probably has those same kind of thoughts. Like, you know, could they shut you down? <laughs> you know what I mean? Could they could they put some sort of barrier where like if you go to walk outside of your house a signal fucking freaking hits you and it hurts. It's like ah so you have to stay in your house. I mean like there's so many different things. However though, like I think of no. the thoughts of the, the like where they want to go with it, it's it's much more the idea of that, I believe, is is much more than just uh, um, uh, being able to hear music in your head. So, uh, from what I've read, like there's some some conspiracy theories or whatever. I don't know if they're conspiracy theories or if they're actually bum, real bum, things. Bum. But there's some stuff out there that says that what they want to do is they're trying to set up a global signal, so that you you kind of don't even need your phone anymore. Like, you'll be able to walk outside and be like, or you'll be able to just, like, be like, you just say Uber. Like, Uber, order me a ride. And and the 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 signal That'd be weird. hears you. What I think would be cool, though, is if we had, like, wristbands, kind of like a quarterback wears, or, like, a tattoo sleeve, but not, like, a tattoo, but, like, actually something you can take on like, and off. Boop. And you put it on your wrist, and it's kind of like Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. Buzz Lightyear to Star Command. Aid into Uber. Come in Uber. Do you copy? Like that, like that. There's that commercial. I don't know if it's real. I don't think it's real, but somebody made a commercial and was advertising on Facebook for it. Um, it's a wristband and like, I don't know, you like flick your wrist or whatever. And whenever you flick your wrist, a screen comes out on your hand. Like it's flick not like wrist. a screen. It's like a projection, like a projector screen. It projects out onto your skin. And it's your phone, and you can like do yeah. Other stuff. I got I got tattoos. That's gonna kind of distort the picture. Did you ever Did you ever hear about the eyeglasses? Google glasses? No, eyeglasses from Apple. I don't know what they're doing with it, but I know that they made a prototype for sure. For like what? You have your phone on your glasses? It's glasses, and they actually look really cool. They're not chunky or like, uh, you know, they don't. They're not obscuring. They're not like in the way, but like you put them on. And you connect like that. You can control your volume and everything like that. And you can pick up your phone and everything. But, like, when you turn them on, your phone is, like, like everything is, like, out in your sight. And you can change the brightness and you can dim them. You can make them clear. You can, like, brighten it up, your your screen. You can brighten it down. That's all that. But you can right control there. all your stuff right there. And you have, like, your list of apps up on the right. So, like, you want to check your Facebook, you just, boop, click it, and, like, it comes up, and, like, it's all on your screen, though. It's like virtual reality, but, like, you're walking around with and it. And if you thought texting and driving was bad before. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. That's crazy. I, I think it's super cool, though. I, I would wear them. It, yeah, it kind of reminds me of something, like, out of an Iron Man movie or any kind of, like, futuristic yeah. movie where they have, like, everything, like, kind of going up before them in their helmet. So that that's why cool. I'm so torn all the time. But though, he, bro. He, here's the thing: that's because I like there's bad stuff that goes with it, but like there's super, super, that, super cool stuff with that it. That I can get, get behind. Something that you can put on or take off, whether it's a watch, yeah, I don't or want like nothing going on band, But don't put anything inside of me. I don't want. And Bill Gates is on that whole like virus uh, 
tracking chip. Like, that kind of stuff, it's, like... Yeah, that's too far. Pe people are already a little bit uncomfortable with how yeah. much information our phones pick up on. Like, a lot of people would say they just think about something, and they see an advertisement for it on Facebook. Yep. Which I is, have a super strong VPN on my phone, bro. I'm super protective about my information and my location and everything. Just because, like, I don't... It's not even that I'm... Like, I'm not doing anything wrong. But, like, I don't want nobody to know where I'm at. Like... I don't want you to know where I'm at or what I'm doing or what I'm looking at or any of that kind of stuff. Like, I, I don't like that portion. I do like the idea of, like, technology getting to the point where it makes it, like, cooler and easier. Like, the idea of actually having, like, a, a sleek pair of sunglasses that you can change the tint. You can make them sunglasses or you can make them clear. But, like, your phone and everything is inside there. Like, like, like as if you have a virtual reality, like, a, a, an Oculus Yep. on your face but it's just a pair of sunglasses and it connects via bluetooth to your phone here's what i, I think like. that's a super cool idea i would love a watch where you can use like your regular phone but it kind of works like r2d2 in the first star wars movies when he does that little uh, hologram projection of uh princess leia yeah. with the message for obi-wan kenobi something like that but you have it on your wrist like a normal watch yeah and instead of doing a facetime or a zoom you just press that and you get like a little hologram of that person and nothing in their like immediate surroundings but just like kind of a hologram of that person or your apps and you can wonder, check that kind of stuff there but it kind of like projects upward uh I something going if directly into doing your body anything like that with like open ai i don't think he's doing it with Neuralink. i think Neuralink is more of like yeah a, that's another thing we need to be that's careful a about. that's Artificial a not-for-profit thing like have these people never seen sci-fi movies uh I he probably has plenty seen plenty, but I think uh, I think Neuralink is more. Uh, it's a neuro, neurotechnology startup company to integrate the human brain with artificial intelligence. The company. <clears throat> so one thing that I know that's going on with Neuralink is that they, I think he he and his guys think that they are able to um, cure a lot of brain things like epilepsy and different things that that's that, cool like brain things that 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 make your body go whack where they can go in and they can take control of that portion of your brain so that you can live normal again i think that's a cool idea for for someone that's struggling with like super bad epilepsy the idea of them actually not having to struggle with that anymore and actually probably being way better off than they were before. That's fine. It's the open AI. Because cool artificial intelligence, when I think of that, I have two very different pictures that come to mind. The first one is like Rosie from the Jetsons. Nice little helpful Android-type robot walks around, can assist you in ways similar to what a oh, person would. It. I said it and wrong, by the way. Neuralink is for-profit. Open, open AI is not-for-profit. Yeah, and like I said, I'm uh, trying to pitch an idea here. And the other idea I have when I think of artificial intelligence is like Sunny from iRobot. Two very different scenarios that both do the same thing. And the thing with artificial intelligence is at one point does it remain artificial, and at what point does it become actual intelligence, sort of like an iRobot. And another when thing is... When does it start to think for itself? Right, and another thing is when I think about artificial intelligence, when I call any company ever, and they're like, press one for this uh, option, it's the worst. press two for this option, I'm like, Bro. person, person. You start cussing at your phone. Agent. Get me a person. Representative. <laughs> Agent. <laughs> Shut the f*** up. Yeah, I get the same thing. I hate it. 
I hate it. I don't know if anybody out there actually enjoys that stuff. That's like the most annoying thing in the world is actually talking to a robot when all you want to do is talk to a person. However, like AI could possibly actually change that. Like whenever you call and, and they have a robot working that system, what if it's actually an intelligent enough robot to pick up on what you're saying mm -hmm. and somewhat have somewhat of a conversation with you based on commands? That could be really cool. I like the idea. Also, I do like the idea of. Have robots. you seen? Have you seen these robots, interviews with androids where they all yeah, joke around taking over the human race? It's weird. And they still don't shut those but things. I off? don't know if that's AI. I think that's actually them saying it's AI and somebody's typing that stuff into a computer. I don't. I don't know, I don't, but either way, the fact is they're having these interviews, and the robots joke about ending humanity or becoming smarter than people, and the interviewer is just like, yes. "Oh, that's hilarious!" <laughs> and everybody's sitting at home like. Turn her off. They even Turn gave her off. even gave one of those Android citizenship in like Saudi Arabia or they some did. country like that. Yeah, I remember. And it's like citizenship, uh -uh. bro, to a robot. It's that's crazy. It's not a person. It's, it's not a person, but they have a citizenship. machine that looks like a person. That's crazy to me. Can my dog have citizenship then? I don't have a dog. But no, if well, I did have first a dog, you need a dog. They, they need a dog license. I mean, I'm saying, could he have citizenship? <laughs> Uh, it's weird to me. Um, so let's get back on the Elon Musk. Um, I want to keep talking about him a little bit more. Uh, so he PayPal, he made, uh, they sold it for $1.5 billion. He made a lot of money. I don't even know. PayPal was acquired by eBay for one point. Oh, he got $165 million for that, which doesn't seem like a lot of money. Why do you only get one sixty five? The highlight when, of today's podcast. In today's news, Elon Musk has made a lot of money in his life. Well, like it Come was, back next week, as we tell so you. PayPal was bought by eBay for $1.5 but he only got $165 million, which is like a very small fraction. What? Like, why, why? I wonder why he got... Because so there's other people in the company. Yeah, but he's the boss. Yeah, but he doesn't get all the money. He gets the money, and then other people that work with him get their cut of it. Sure, but why was it so low? Think about that. One point five billion compared to one sixty five million, dude. That's off quite a bit. Well, by by like over um, by like uh, over a billion dollars. I don't know. Like it's one billion five hundred million, and he made one hundred and sixty five million. I wonder why he got such a little amount for that. Yeah. But he, I mean, he was smart. He invested his money. He made a lot of money. One of the one of the ones that I really like is right here. I, I know about this company. I know a Tesla, guy that City, Solar City. Um, I know a guy that actually works for Solar City. I met him. He was selling Solar City out at the mall, Ross Park Mall, and um, he's, he, from what I understand, he's made some really good money. But they became really quickly became the number two solar provider in all of the country, maybe even all of the world. Um, and that was, I think, his cousins. Green Energy. Was it his cousins? Um, but it was the largest. I don't know if it it doesn't say here, but like I think it was his cousins that owned it, that started it. Their names were Rice, I think. Rice, Rice, mm -hmm. Rice, something like that. I think. Um, but Hyperloop is super dope too. Hyperloop is cool. I I I, I get that. So um, one of the things that they were having a problem was was that um, Hyperloop is uh, they it's a, it's a like a speedway. Yeah, yeah, speed it's rail. a speedway, right? 
Um, so uh, it's going to shoot pressurized capsules, like really fast. <laughs> um, but like I know that uh, he was have they were having a problem having the finding the right machinery to bore the system, uh, like the actual loop. So he was like, "I'm going to build the machine myself." Mm -hmm. That's that's the true spirit of an entrepreneur. Like, I want to do this. I can't do this because there's actually nothing out there made specifically for this. So I'm going to create it so that I can do this. I like that. I think that's super dope of him. Uh, also, the idea of it is cool. It's It'll take you really, really fast. He wants... I think the first one is going to go from L.A. to San Francisco, and it'll shoot you really, really, really super fast, like bang, straight through the tunnel. No no stopping, no nothing, just at super high speeds. I like that. I think that's cool. I mean, that's that's a great way to use your money and your technology. To You know what I mean? Like, I appreciate, personally, I appreciate the guys that are out there um, I don't care about what kind of money they make when they're benefiting humanity. I like that. And Elon Musk is one of those people. He's really, really focused on benefiting humanity. Did you know that he actually made his, um, his like blueprints for the engine and everything for Tesla mm -hmm. open? So like if you're another company that wants to start, that wants to use the same kind of technology, you can. He, he left it open in good faith. For other companies that want to follow suit and do the same thing. That's dope. He didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? Those plans to the right person are worth billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. You know, but he did it because he wants to benefit humanity. Uh, so, uh, some of the greatest entrepreneurs in history, that's what they did. They, 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 I, I've heard like Tony Robbins say, um, the more people you help, the richer you'll become. I, I think that is true, and I don't think it always has to do with money either, though. Like, but I, I think that's definitely true. The more people that you benefit, that like that's how you get paid more money at your job, right? You get better at your job, and you get better at serving your employer, and naturally, the better you get, the more money you deserve. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how it should be, at least. Um, Raises and promotions. Yeah, but so did you watch the video? From SpaceX, from their, uh, so you know they launched a shuttle. Yeah. Like, I think, what, like two months ago. Did yeah, you, recently, but not too. Did you see the return of the. I didn't see the return. The, I saw that launch, but I didn't see the return. Not the actual shuttle. I saw the return, too, where they splashed down into the ocean with the astronauts in it. Um, but no, I'm talking about the return of the actual. The. Um, good Lord. <coughs> We're hitting an hour. We need to wrap it up soon. I know. <laughs> yeah. So with the shuttle, you like you, uh, uh, it, whenever. So they blast it off, and you know how whenever, like with NASA, like with any other shuttle, really. So like the space shuttle, it launches off, and then whenever it hits the outer shell of the atmosphere or whatever, that the the actual boosters that shoot yeah. the flames out, they bust off, but then they just fall down into the atmosphere. And they could really, I guess they do steer them, and they try to land them into the ocean, but, like, they crash, and, like, they get damaged. I don't even, I don't even know if they can use them again or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, so with Elon Musk, he wanted to create 
um, reusable shuttles where you can use them time and time and time again and you don't always have to keep replacing them with ex super expensive parts from what I understand he actually builds he built the one shuttle that they just used for three hundred thousand dollars compared to like hundreds of millions that NASA was using was was spending on it he's able to do it for three hundred thousand the price of a nice house like and I think like the fuel alone cost two hundred thousand dollars. Wow! So the shuttle itself was only a hundred grand. Like that's crazy to me. But what happened was they shot off the they launched the shuttle. And I think it was two shuttles that they launched off. I believe so. But whenever it came down, I watched the video. Whenever the 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 um, the actual boosters came back down, they were radio. They were controlled. So they didn't just like come down on a parachute. They literally came back down to where they launched from and right before it hit the ground, boom, there was like a big sonic boom and then they, and the fire shot out and they landed. That is like, definitely a uh, <laughs> interesting way to recycle. Bro, it was ridiculously dope. Like when I saw that, I was like, yo, Elon Musk is on some movie stuff right now. Like he's doing some really crazy stuff right now. Did you hear about... um? Uh, Tom Cruise working with SpaceX to make a movie in outer space. I It'll be the first time that a movie was actually shot in outer space. That is de well. It depends on what your uh, what you think about the moon landing, because technically that was filmed in space. If you believe they actually landed on the moon. Yeah, there's some conspiracy around that. Elon Musk said that they're going to build a base on the moon. And he and um, Space Force. Jeff Bezos from Amazon are working on uh, Mars. They, they, like, they just shot off just the other day. They tested a Mars shuttle, um, and they didn't launch it all the way out into the atmosphere. They just launched it. It's a really big, huge, wide shuttle. They launched it to see if it would work. And they, so they just launched it up in the air, and then they brought it back down. But it worked. I mean, yep. it's the shuttle that they're going to use for the launching to Mars, and they just needed to see if it worked, and it did. So I think that's super cool. Um, but with but, that said, it looks yeah. like we're about out of time for this week. We are out of time for so this week. So we will see you guys next week with a new topic conversation. We will. Uh, hit us up. Let you know what you think, what you want to hear us talk about. Yeah. And we will... Uh, See you guys then. You guys can find us all over the place. You can find us. We're on a look up Patriotic, Patriot IQ um, on Facebook, on Instagram. Obviously, you know we're Patriotic Gang on uh, YouTube. Um, and, uh, yeah, see you later, guys. And cut.